end of the year content. Our previous episodes through December have been everybody's top three. And then we did best of genres, which included drama, comedy, horror, and adventure. Every genre. Every genre out there. Uh, go to those. Uh, if you haven't yet, they're fantastic. Um, Especially the arguments of the oops all genre episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the argument on whether or not Jurassic Park belongs in all of them. <laughs> it kind of it does. It really does. Yeah, it really does. Um, but this episode, we are going to be going through all of our months, and we're going to be figuring out which was the best movie of that month, and we're going to set that aside for our next episode where we'll be doing the worst of and best of um, for the entire year. Not just months or genres. It's going to be, what do we think really holds up? So, um, I guess let's start it off with November, December. We put those together because that was the beginning of everything. They kind of mixed together. Those are our 2019 months. In November, we have Primal Fear, Forrest Gump, Gattaca, Home Alone, Christmas Prince, and Krampus. Um, I'm going to say we can get rid of Christmas Prince and Krampus right away, right? Like, that's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, that was that was fast. Um, I'm going to say probably Home Alone 2, because, again, it's it's a nice Christmas movie, but best of that month? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty cool taking that off. I mean, I'm also pretty cool taking Gattaca off of that, because, like, we just kind of established it's cool as a thought experiment, but it's just stretched out for too long. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's get rid of that. This is going fast. All right, so Primal Fear or Forrest Gump, that's what we have left. Ooh, that's a... Uh, I'm, I'm going to give the edge to Primal Fear because Forrest Gump's definitely a classic, but I don't really think a lot after I watch Forrest Gump. That's fair, but I, I think Forrest Gump has definitely left some type of impression, at least on the world or society in a way, or pop culture at least. Whereas, I mean, yeah. uh, I've never heard anybody talk about Primal Fear ever. I, I definitely get that. I just feel like Primal Fear might be a little bit more interesting of a movie. Because I, th- I think I said it in the last episode, but Forrest Gump really is just a movie about Forrest getting to kind of wacky hijinks and a bit of a love story. That's true. That's true. And I think there's better movies that did the Forrest Gump formula, but better. Uh, that we didn't watch this year, but... Uh, maybe sometime. Maybe eventually. I don't know. Like, I, I do kind of agree with Dry to where, like, uh, Forrest Gump did stand the test of time, which, you know, there is, like, that kind of somewhat important thing to talk about with Primal Fear, with how it more or less just kind of shows the... Honestly, the shortcomings of the justice system. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, What? What... I think we need some more input. Rocky, what do you what are you thinking? I um when you when you make decisions like this, you need to you need to consider two things. You need you need to consider yourself and you need to consider the opinions of others. It's important not to betray yourself when thinking about the opinions of others. But you must not be selfish because we see what selfish does to a lot of people. And I mean that's really the only input that I want to put into this, to be honest with you. Cool, so Rocky was fucking useless here. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I'm going to go with fucking Forrest Gump because I haven't seen Primal Fear, okay? I haven't seen it. I can't make a judgment call, so it's Forrest Gump for me. Yeah, I mean, so if we are 
going like cultural impact and stuff, Forrest Gump definitely has the advantage there. Yeah, I, I feel like it's more of a memorable movie too. Maybe I don't like. There are a lot of scenes that really stuck with me after watching Primal Fear. Did you take my advice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard that advice, but I thought I should really value myself and disregard it. <clears throat> but the other coin was people, and you're not thinking about the people, and we are the people. This well, is I'm objective thinking. You're a person. Oh. We're a people. I'm not like gonna be bad if either of them take it. Like if Forrest Gump takes it, yeah, it has a cultural influence, and it's a good movie, of course. I'm not gonna be like, nah, Forrest Gump ain't that good. No, that's not me. <laughs> Hence why I gave I, it a different voice. I would voice. say Forrest Gump deserves the win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, I say let's give it to Forrest Gump. I I would say Forrest Gump wins this, though. It does make Eternal Sunshine less of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jariah, what what are are your thoughts lying on this? Uh, I think you're right. I think Final Fear should win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so November, December 2019, uh, Primal Fear, Forrest Gump, Gattaca, Home Alone, Christmas Prince, and Krampus. The winner is Forrest Gump. All right, let's move on to January 2020. This is another one of those weird months. Yeah. In January, we had The End of Days, The Watch, Powerpuff Girls, and Pandorum. Yeah, this one's weird. Uh, (laughs) I mean, mean, we all know it's it's End of Days. (laughs) Right, you're right. That can be cut immediately. You're right. <laughs> Can we just move on to the next month because end of days clearly is the winner. Uh, I I think I have a winner in my mind here. I mean, I I really I have a winner in my mind also with this one. I I can't really argue much against um the watch. Yeah, I feel like the watch yeah. wins this one. I haven't seen the watch. It's good. It's really good. It's very funny. It is. What's that about? Uh, four dudes start a neighborhood watch to stop crime because there was a murder at one of their jobs and then ends up being way, way, way more than that and ends up being aliens and all these dudes have to work together to fight these aliens. Sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's Ghostbusters, basically, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's Ghostbusters, <clears throat> but without Bill Murray and aliens. But does it have the devil in it? <laughs> uh, Maybe. There is an orgy. Not on screen. <laughs> kind There's of a circle jerk on screen. on screen. I'd say the end of days, and let's just move on. <laughs> okay, All so right, we so can cut Powerpuff. Wins. Yeah, we cut Powerpuff Girls and Pandorum. So of January, end of days, the watch Powerpuff Girls and Pandorum. The watch wins. Uh, February. What do we have there? E. February was our anti-love month, and the movies were Risk Cutters, Blue Valentine. The Last Kiss, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think out of these, The Last Kiss can be the first to go, honestly. I think that's I mean, the I was gonna, I was going to make an argument for that just to see if I could start a fight with E, but... <laughs> I know, I, I've said all I've really needed to say about The Last Kiss. We've said well, a lot about it, too. So. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Blue Valentine. To cut? Or to... First. I mean, is anyone going to... Like, are you for Blue Valentine? I mean, how could you? Dry, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 um, I think you liked the movie the most, didn't you? Do you want to argue for it? 
No, okay. out of out yeah. of these, I would give it to to Sunshine. Okay, so what happened to wrist cutters? It's still in there. Yeah, it's still yeah, in but... there. But yeah, Dry is basically gonna argue his plot points. I know what I'm arguing here. I know what I want. Uh, no. <laughs> and me and you're probably gonna yeah, it's, we're gonna go with wrist cutters probably. I'm also going with wrist cutters for one reason only, Dry. <laughs> <laughs> one reason only. Because the fucking bias, Dryas. <laughs> the bias, Dryas. Okay, so for so really, I think this is more like an argument of like a very fun movie versus a very emotional movie, in a sense. Yeah. And my bias aside, so what do you guys think? <laughs> my bias will overtake this really quickly. <laughs> In all honesty, I, I if I was to actually choose a movie on this, it would be between Blue Valentine and Eternal Sunshine. But those are the only two movies I've seen. But I will say that <laughs> I really like Eternal Sunshine, so that's the one I'm going for. Even though I loathe to help you on this, Jariah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, like I, I, I really liked Wrist Cutters a lot. And I was not expecting to like that a lot. Yeah, it is really good. But Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind has an emotional depth to it that I don't think Wrist Cutters has on the same level. I mean, I'm not arguing that it does, but I'm it's arguing that... It's Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm arguing... Like, these are very different movies in tone and what they want to go. I, I just enjoy where Wrist Cutters went a lot more than Eternal Sunshine, and again, that is my bias, of course. It's definitely a relationship bias or romance bias. Yeah, don't have them. <laughs> End the world now. Just stop having relationships. Let us all die out. <laughs> no, you can like, make an argument that Eternal Sunshine is not about relationships. It's could, yeah, you could make that argument. Relationships. <laughs> I don't know if I would buy that argument. Two people who hate the relationships so much that they get their memories erased, and because their memories erased, they go back into the relationship. You use like, relationship see, like you three times memories so that you can stay out of the relationship. <laughs> You need memories so you can say, fuck this. I'm out. I remember why you said, fuck this. <laughs> and I guess my argument towards risk cutters would be probably that like that movie has a good way of showing a sense of hope, even in what could be a hopeless situation. Because it takes basically like. In a weird way, the worst that it can get for some of the characters in there and brings them to their lowest lows only to bring them up in an unexpected way. And so it kind of shows that, like like I said, you can just find a sense of hope in sometimes what could seem like a hopeless situation for someone. Even and, like, not even, like... Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, and, like, I guess not even in, like, um, in, like, this huge existential dread, just, like, you know, whenever things just, like, seem low, are low for... Because, like, nothing ever gets to, like, like a holy shit that just happened moment in um wrist cutters but it's always just kind of like oh like that that really sucks for them like like i feel sorry for them and then it just finds a way to lift you up even out of those dark spots i don't know i think eternal sunshine has a hopeful ending as well i hope they don't get back in the relationship (laughs) no (laughs) 
No, I honestly, I don't. I honestly do because it's like maybe, maybe there is a forgiveness and a growth here that they both learn about, and. <laughs> Rock just giving me a look here, <laughs> and I don't know. I, it's it's honestly just really good. <laughs> I um I I am going to side with Dry on this. <laughs> I mean, look, I haven't seen Wrist Cutters. That's just yeah. the reality. I can I can vouch for the quality of Eternal Sunshine. Right, so I'll stand by the movie. It is hard to vouch for a movie you haven't seen. I'll give you that. Oh, it makes this really even more fucked up because I'm I'm able to vote and haven't seen it. It's not a vote. <laughs> it's a discussion. <laughs> it's all a vote. It's Only a one vote. person's a winner. <laughs> Only one of us can win tonight. I've got to say, I'm not like that invested in the February month movies. Like I like Risk Cutters a lot, but I'm not gonna be like. No, it needs to win over Eternal Sunshine because if it doesn't, then there is no trap. Great, we'll take your votes. Eternal Sunshine is dry. You've won. <laughs> All right, Eternal Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it got to that point is because Dry has a personal attachment with uh, Eternal I Sunshine, I feel. It's actually really devastating because we watched a lot of movies get executed last episode. <laughs> yeah, because Eternal, of that movie. Yeah. Eternal Sunshine just like rampaged all throughout. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine in the Infinite Abyss. Was, <laughs> Eternal Sunshine was like, I can't, I'm not going to be the winner, but I'm going to take out as much people as I can until I get to that point. I'll be damned if I'm the loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be damned if I'm last. And drenched in the blood of better movies, it said, don't worry, I'll always have February. <laughs> All right, so February was Wrist Cutters, Blue Valentine, The Last Kiss, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and the winner was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You fucking took the win, you really did. You really just jacked their votes. Yeah, yeah, he did. We, we already established this isn't it's a, not dem- a voting system. democratic. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a hierarchy. It's not dem- it's a hierarchy and dry has been here for more episodes than anyone else, so it wins yeah. by default. Whoever that gets sucks. all the most episodes gets to say who wins. That's how it works, Why am I here pretending to vote? I could just <laughs> listen to Jiraiya give a speech for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, February, throw it away. Um, March. <laughs> it is March of the Penguins Month. That was the theme. And in that month, we had National Lampoon's Vacation. I Lost My Body. It Follows and Hereditary. Um, Considering how highly one of these was praised, I'm not sure this is a fair month, but... <laughs> You're right. I think National Lampoon's should win. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> I mean, for how much we shit on that movie, that's probably going to be the first one cut. Uh, it kind of, like, these are really good movies. And National Lampoon is very funny, but, like, eh. come on. But yeah, when you put it up against Hereditary and it follows, it just doesn't hold weight. Um, which I guess goes on to the next point of, I think, I Lost My Body also doesn't really hold up to Hereditary or it follows. I think it holds up better than it follows, but... I am going to say, because we didn't really talk about this, I Lost My Body still has a very, um, 
Um, and I'm not re-certifying this. I just want to bring this up just as a testament to this movie. It has a really beautiful message at the end of that movie that I wanted to just make a call out to because it's good shit. Yeah. Uh, letting go of things, you know? Yeah, I think actually, now that you mentioned that, I think I would cut It Falls before I cut I Lost My Body. All right. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, because I Lost My Body is just really beautiful in a lot of ways. Like, animation is really phenomenal. I know Jiraiya doesn't like that the French use a different frame rate than we do. Yeah, that part's un- annoying. But, like, just the visuals alone are really incredible, I would argue. Like, the hand movements are insane how like it feels like that yeah that's how a hand would move if it was just disconnected from anything else and there's just a lot of really cool shots and i i love a lot about i lost my body honestly and it's a neat how it has this kind of romance subplot but doesn't feel the need to be like and they got together in the end yay no it's like no the main character needed to find himself before he could find someone else to care for yeah, that's actually a it's really plan. good. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. main argument was going to say I feel like I lost my body was just more impactful of a movie than it follows. Yeah, I... it it definitely there's a, a very strong message at the end of that movie that I actually had to sit back and chew on for a little bit. I would say if there was like most impactful genre for us, this would have made it very very high on my list as movies that actually stuck with me. Yeah, I mean, but it does, it's not hereditary. So April. Yeah, like as much as like, <laughs> that, really, at the end of the day, it's kind of like even if I haven't seen Hereditary, I can't deny like how big a movie Hereditary is. And I lost my body. I love that movie, but I'm not gonna try to argue against Hereditary from how much it like kind of curb like how much it dominated the genre discussion how that was like a genuine discussion about the feats of hereditary i'm not gonna really try to (laughs) defend i lost my body to that monolith i mean you can it turns out if you have an impassioned speech it can go pretty far (laughs) i i gave my impassioned speech i just like if you guys wanted to discuss more i just feel like i know how this ends well i will say (laughs) it like this emotionally for me between hereditary and it follows. If I was to write a romance novel where the two contenders was hereditary and it follows, <laughs> I would, I mean, not it follows. I lost my body. Sorry. Uh, uh, her, between hereditary and I lost my bodies, my book would end with me marrying I lost my bodies, but three fourths of that book would be the, the passionate love I had with hereditary. <laughs> and I just had to let that lover go. So the book would end with, with I lost my body winning was really about hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think the that the rating between... I lost my body is the Mary and the hereditary is the fuck in the fuck Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess vacation ended up being the kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we can all agree hereditary wins this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one is pretty I easy. lost my body gave it a good effort, but it was like Michael Jordan versus the champion of the high school basketball team you know you can't really compare the two movies it's a really unfair comparison to make yeah. the two um that's why i felt like it was important for us to give a shout out to i lost yeah. my body like yeah. i lost my body is a great movie and definitely see it if you haven't for sure for sure 
Uh, I don't even like French animation style, but I still, I still like. Yeah, Drive's racist, and he liked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, April. What do we got there, Rocky? So April is a silent voice. Reefer Madness. Cheech and I got Cheech and Cheech. <laughs> I Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. <laughs> Half baked. So one more time. Silent voice. Reefer Madness. Cheech and <laughs> up in smoke. Half baked. And this is the end for April. All right. so, um, I feel like this one's is... also not even a fair fight. There is a very obvious outlier in the April, which yeah. was kind of an oversight on our end. But to be fair, that's when Corona started. And I was like, oh, I know a movie. <laughs> but we got a bunch of stoner movies versus. Yeah. I mean, to be fi- silent voice. <laughs> yeah. It was silent voice versus me going like, it'd be really funny if we did some stoner movies. But I think we should uh, give some lip service to some of these, I guess. Reefer yeah, Madness um, is a cult classic of something that you just need to see to believe that people really did take it genuinely seriously for so long. Yeah. Of the evils of weed and all that stuff. And yeah, it just how it gets you of marijuana. It makes you play piano really fast. Yeah, you get real good at piano if you if you smoke yeah. weed. Oh yeah. So yeah, Reefer Madness really is if you enjoy it from an ironic kind of stance cuz that was a big thing. I didn't rate Reefer Madness much cuz I didn't find it that funny ironically but Drya did a lot because he did yeah, find it yeah. pretty funny yeah I think for that reason it's pretty good um Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke uh like we said earlier or in an earlier episode um there's some really really funny parts that are like visual gags the visual gags are the things that really work in it um mm-hmm. but everything else is pretty boilerplate like stoner comedy stuff yeah, I I really I think the first half of that movie is honestly really much stronger than the second half. Yeah, and it really loses it to stoner jokes when it introduces the car. Yeah, I agree. I honestly agree. Half baked, uh, really really silly, but it is just boilerplate stoner comedy. Yeah, uh, there's a couple like really good like I can't believe they did that kind of jokes in there, but for the most part, it's uh pretty predictable. Yeah. I mean, the most you can probably say about that movie is that more or less uh, the comedians in that movie, it, it made their careers because they're really unknown during that time. Yeah. Most of them, at least. But other than that, like looking at it compared to films nowadays, it doesn't hold up quite as well. Yeah. 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 Which may not be fair to say like the movies, because like if you're comparing it to other movies that are made in what, 1995, like it was probably really good. But looking at it or at it at a retrospect, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very That movie was made in the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then this is the end. It's uh I think it's mostly funny still. Like a lot of the humor does hold up, but you have to be in the mood for like improvisational crude humor. Yeah. Um cuz it's just 100% I that. I I listened back to that podcast or this is the end. And I've seen that movie and I realized I blinked on so much of that movie. <laughs> when you guys were talking about like the like sex and the like tentacles or whatever and just the possession stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> like, you watched what? that when you were so young. <laughs> Blame your wife. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even with that, I was just gonna say like 
this is the end versus a silent voice. Like the silent voice is just a way better movie. Actually, let's say what what would the second contender be? Would it, would you guys if say if a this silent is voice or... wasn't in this? Then what would the winner yeah. be? Yeah, like if this actually was our stoner month and we didn't have silent voice slip in there. I think that... I'm a sucker for this is the end. Honestly. Yeah, I think this is yeah, the same here. Okay, I would have said Cheech and Chong, but I think that's just because I think that's like. Probably because of my aversion to where this is the end goes in its yeah. second act. <laughs> I haven't seen a second voice, and act. the hype that has been given to that movie, I like it more than the other ones. Yeah, a silent voice wins this, but if a silent voice wasn't there, uh, honorable mention to this is the end. Yeah. All right, make that bold on the list there, E. Uh, and then, Robbie, in May, what do we got? So in May, we have Princess Bride brothers ghostbusters and deer hunter okay i think before Which, we even have a conversation before you even say anything i know you're gonna cut out deer hunter like you're <laughs> yeah. putting an x on it right now as i'm saying this. yeah it's already there uh <laughs> there's just no way that deer hunter is good <laughs> that's my statement full stop <laughs> It's so bad it doesn't even deserve an X. It gets a Q. <laughs> Q for question. Yep. <laughs> yeah, questionably like, long. It's so long. Who suggested that movie? I did. Really? Yeah. I thought that was suggested on the podcast by random. No, no, person. that was the hunt. That's the that's a June movie. Oh. But like it's it's so long, it takes forever to get anywhere, and also it just goes into Russian roulette stuff. And I don't know why, and it never makes sense. Right? That's yeah, like, once it gets okay. going, it's just everything is Russian roulette, and I don't fucking understand. And Robbie, I, did I, you I, like the movie? I liked it, but... Do you they want to defend it. it? I mean, the whole Russian roulette thing had to do with the... Uh, that are... had to do with the war, but they just didn't like the analogy that it went to, and they felt like it was weighing too heavily on Russian roulette. They play it. Russian like, roulette my... so much. They play it twice. That's too many times. They established that the one guy who stays in Nam is apparently a godlike at Russian roulette, yeah. which doesn't <laughs> that's not a thing you can be good at. He's a pro <laughs> Russian roulette player. <laughs> like, 50 50. And... <laughs> no, it's one in six actually, but that's even better odds. You can be a god with that kind of odds. <laughs> no, wait. I guess I'm a god at Russian roulette. I've only lost twice, okay? <laughs> actually, that, that I, think, I think you're right, actually, Rocky. I think it is 50 50 because one of you dies, regardless, because you keep playing. Yeah. 50 50. That's pretty. That's a 50 50. Well, someone can potentially be a god. <laughs> <laughs> if they're really good at pulling the. <laughs> Hitting the luck, I guess. I don't like. I don't hate the movie or anything. It just like. Could you imagine a serious Russian roulette scene where they they like <clears throat> cycle the the gun and then they like examine the gun and go, "Ooh, I don't want that one," and they hand it to the other person. <laughs> <laughs> like they go like five blanks and like, actually, it's your turn. Isn't it? <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> but like. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the movie or anything. I just think it's too long, and I don't really like where it goes. Yeah, I I will say like I do agree with you guys that it's too long, but and it is kind of preachy within the message that it's trying to tell. But it's and it's kind of weirdly obscure about it, even though it's 
preachy at the same time. But it, I did still like the movie. I don't know. Do you, do you are you comfortable with it being cut or do you want to wait? No, we can cut that. I, I knew it was going to get cut like right away. OK. All right. Next cut. I'm going to say brothers. Yeah. I mean, just in compare, like once again, that movie would have been better without Toby. Or, yeah, Toby yeah, Toby McGuire. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been a lot better. But yeah, like there's a there's a neat story in there, but the acting in that movie is very yeah. questionable. Which at like, times. like Jake Gyllenhaal does an amazing job, but it it really is oh, yeah. Toby McGuire that brings it down a lot. Which the funny thing about that is, uh, I guess there is actually talk of. Uh, I, we probably talked about it on the podcast episode about how Jake Gyllenhaal is originally supposed to play the older brother that went to war and that Tobey Maguire is supposed to be the one who stayed behind. Yeah. But they ended up switching it because uh, Tobey Maguire is actually older in real life. Yeah, which is just dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So that leaves us with Princess Bride and Ghostbusters again. We've gone down um, this road before. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like it's probably going to end up in the same place, right? Probably. <laughs> like, I would like to argue Princess Bride, but it's going to be... You know, me versus you guys again. I honestly think for rewatchability, Princess Bride wins. As like not pure comedy, as like not pure comedy, just like better movie overall. I think Princess Bride is better. Better movie overall? You're really gonna give it the Princess Bride? That movie's whack. You have a mouthful (laughs) of sandwich. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally I had to break the cardinal rule of being polite. (laughs) I feel like all my points or Ghostbusters still apply just as a movie standpoint. I think Princess Bride is great, but it does rely a lot on being a parody of fairy tales. And parodies aren't bad or anything. I'm not like, no, you can't have a parody and be good. No, it's not like so, it's not something like that. I just like think Ghostbusters does stand alone really well. You don't you don't like have to know something I mean, you don't have to know really anything going prior to Princess Bride, but I feel like you have to know even less going into the Ghostbusters. Does this point make any sense? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you have to know anything going into either of them, honestly. I don't, you like, won't know anything leaving Princess Bride. You probably <laughs> will forget half of it by the time you finish. I think, a big thing is, like, I think if you showed someone who, because these are, like, Western fairy tales. I think if you, like, showed someone from an Eastern perspective Princess Bride wouldn't be as interesting. I also would like to make the argument that even bringing up Princess Bride, Robbie is falling asleep. <laughs> Listen, just because I look deadpan half the time doesn't mean that I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Ghostbusters got its due in best comedy. I don't remember what one. Because it's a better movie. I don't remember what one best comedy, but I think Princess Bride as an overall movie is better. It has better dramatic moments, and I think it has, like, the, the revenge part of it is really great. Whack. You're whack. That's whack. You're I, whack. I would also say there's better speeches in, uh, or better monologues in Princess Bride than there is. I don't in know. Ghostbusters. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> you know, just. See, just, Rocky can't even remember Rocky any of the monologues that happen this. in Ghostbusters. I'm switching over to Princess Bride now. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do no, it. I, I'm not like again. It's another one. Like I'm not like that invested in the winner versus these because they're both good movies, and I think they really like scratch a similar itch. So I'm not like too much. I just think Princess Bride does rely a lot on like knowing fairy tales, and if as long as like it's in a Western perspective, that's fine. I just think like Ghostbusters works more like over like the 
universally, globally, whatever you want to say. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would personally give it to Princess Bride. Same. Be established. No, I'm just I mean, it's yeah, not yeah, a I mean, it already won once. I really don't understand how it, it when it, it won it again. It doesn't make sense. It didn't. What do you no, mean? Ghostbusters won. Oh, oh. Yeah, but that's, that's viewing sense. it like as a comedy. Yeah, because you had to look at it honestly for a second. Not like, <laughs> oh, it already won once, but it won again. No, that's just looking at it as a comedy on its own. Like, I think Princess well, Bride, if you take funny. the comedy out, it's still a good story. Well, I mean, you can take I the comedy out. It's a fairy tale if you take the comedy out. <laughs> Whereas I think if you take the comedy out of Ghostbusters, it becomes a pretty boiler pr- boilerplate '80s uh, by the numbers movie. Wait, wait, wait! Are you saying if you take the comedy out of Princess Bride, that's not by the numbers? I think that the, yeah, exactly. What the heck? I think that's the like acting. A- I think the acting is on a different level. I think the acting is overall better. Really? For the dramatic that's... stuff in Princess Bride, yeah. Dramatic stuff? What dramatic stuff? All the stuff with Diego Montoya, all the stuff, the the monologue at the end between um, the Dread Pirate Roberts and um, the Prince. I don't remember it. Well, you gotta we you gotta either listen to the episode because we do a dramatic let's... reading on it, hey. or you gotta go watch the scene. It wasn't the Dread Pirate Roberts and the Prince. They're the same person. What? The guy? No, who... the Prince was the bad guy. Yeah, Prince is bad guy. Oh. Wait, wait, and what, then the main whatever. character was Dread Pro- or Dread. Ro- what was Pirate his actual Roberts. name? Uh, Farm Boy. <laughs> All right, Ghostbusters. When you guys can't remember his name, <laughs> fuck yeah! What is this? What <laughs> joke are we doing? What are we pretending? We're not pretending. Yeah, Princess Bride is good. <laughs> if you say so. I know Ghostbusters is great, but if you say Princess Bride is good, you said earlier you I'll can't remember the- anything from either of them. How do you know Ghostbusters is great? Because he gave it a ten. Because I know the feelings that I have afterwards. <laughs> I had I haven't seen any, and I went into Princess Bride knowing a little bit about the sort of the prestige behind that movie. I mean, I know about about Ghostbusters too, I guess, but I was blown away by Ghostbusters. I was like, this is a good movie, and I remember in Princess Bride that I was waiting very patiently for that movie to end. That if I I think I if I gave it like a six, it's just okay, but like to compare it to Ghostbusters. It's nonsense. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think Princess Bride is just better as a movie. I mean, I'm just in the opposite. I really do think Ghostbusters is better as a movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not legitimately. They're both really just... good. I just give the edge to Ghostbusters a little. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to give the edge to Princess Bride. I feel like it's more interesting of a movie and it's has a more charismatic cast all around. It's more quotable. In my opinion, nostalgia lens is on, is what I think. <laughs> oh, I'm well, I, I just like I would because they have a good relationship with it from the past. Watch well, it. I don't have a relationship with either, so mine's more objective. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly Bro, also think that Ghostbusters did get its time in the spotlight with the best comedy. So it, this isn't really about which one's better. This is just that you don't want this to win two awards. That's not but, it. <laughs> <laughs> hereditary one again all right hereditary get out of there it now goes to i lost my body <laughs> exactly let's give it to no. i lost i tell you what let's go back give it to i lost my body we'll give this one we'll, we'll give this one to <laughs> the princess bride you're right we should give yeah. it to the things that are really deserving of it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh, we could we could get like the second place trophy 
my main thing is like Robbie, all the things you just said about Princess Bride are actually the stuff I would say about uh, Ghostbusters. Like I think the like there's more charisma of the cast and the story's a bit better. Like basically, I don't know. Like I don't know why. Again, it's not like vital or like it's this big thing like it's probably like i would put ghostbusters like a notch higher than princess bride yeah and it's kind of the same thing with me though but like i just in the opposite direction like they're both really good movies but for me i guess princess bride personally is just a notch higher than yeah. ghostbusters let's flip a coin <laughs> heads or tails that's not a real coin it is in my book <laughs> <laughs> no i I don't know. Like, I didn't expect this to be the one that got the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, if it comes down to, I'm fine with Princess Bride taking it. It's like a slight. It's not like Princess Bride is going to win the entire thing, I'm going to say now. Just bear <laughs> in mind that you're only winning because one person's caving because no one has time for the stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I wouldn't cave because I know the quality of the two. Let's just, let's just go ahead. And it's 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 actually no actually now neither of them win. There is no winner for May. We only have eleven contestants now. <laughs> so because that fight went on for so goddamn long in May, that means Deer Hunter wins by auto- our automatic count. <laughs> God no, God no. <laughs> All right, yeah, Prin- Princess Bride can take it. It gets the participation award. Princess Bride didn't actually take it because you don't actually believe it's a better movie. <laughs> It's a better movie. It's All right, not, so it's June. It is, oh, with, it is not trash. It's a trash movie, dude. You're a trash like, movie. Straight up, I watched that movie. It is a trash movie. You gotta watch it again. Hey, Why would I watch it again? Because it's good. It's bad. It's good. It's really bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Anyways, June. <laughs> uh, in June. In June. Dur- yeah, what, what, what movies we got for June, Jariah? We have The Hunt, Greatest Showman, Parasite, and Terror Vision. Sounds like it was a banger month. Yeah, that's a it pretty was. good month. I, I'm going to say, I think the weakest out of this I know is either The say. Hunt or The Greatest Showman. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I I'm so you- not happy with what Jariah just did. <laughs> With that last one, because even he knows that's nonsense, so I want to throw out the greatest show. It wasn't nonsense. Well, okay, like. <laughs> Robbie is different. I think okay, the, hunt, the hunt's the one with the, the teacher. Yeah. 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 Like, The Hunt and the Parasite are both really good movies that make you think a lot. Terrorvision is just gut bustingly hilarious. And The Greatest Showman is a great musical, but I don't. I don't know. Like. I mean, yeah, if one has it to be cut right now, I think Greatest Showman. Yeah. Okay. Now, Terror Vision. Hilarious. I don't know if I want to say... Oh, it, you were it there? It was so good! It was, and... you remember how much fun I we had? It. Yeah, do you know how much fun I had with Parasite more? No. <laughs> well, you know... I don't know, like, I'm trying to think, like, if we have to get rid of one... I, think I mean, Parasite already won one, so I'm going to go with Terrorvision for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I just like... Me and you, Jirai, we watched that. It's amazing, but like... 
in with all of us here, I don't know if we can like really hold it up, like because it's hilarious because it's so over the top and ridiculous. Yeah, it really but, is a you had to be there kind of thing. Yeah, so it's not. It's like hard. It's this is the issue when you compare so such different movies. Yeah, it's like how do you compare this weird ass eighty movie that was just insane to a real ass take on the downfall of classism and capitalism like it's 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 like hard to compare yeah that's fair that's fair. yeah so i i'm gonna say, like it it really is me, me arguing with you <laughs> i guess about it if you think terrorvision can just take the cut now because it's hard to compare that no i really loved it because of the experience and coming to it from a new perspective but I it, I understand as a film it doesn't really hold up to the other movies in here. Okay, Parasite versus The Hunt. Yeah, this one. I mean, as you can say, I really did enjoy The Hunt, but I feel like Parasite edges out over The Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that really does have to do with The Hunt's ending because I think it just didn't nail the ending quite quite enough. Yeah. I mean, it honestly both of them had a open-ended ending to them but i feel like parasite just did it better yeah that being said like the hunt was still a good movie the hunt was really good uh mads mickelson was fantastic in it honestly he i'm surprised he didn't get some kind of award or maybe he did and i just didn't notice it um but yeah that it's a really great dramatic movie about um being accused of something you didn't do i think parasite just has a lot more sticking power for me like I think there's a lot more to talk about with Parasite. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. You didn't see the hunt, did you, Rocky? No, no, I didn't. But um, I mean, must have been a good movie. I had some faults with it, but yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, I think again, this is the hard part when you have lineups based off the month we watched it because. Man, it gets hard to compare a lot of these. Yeah, yeah. All right, so in June, Parasite takes it. July. Uh, so July is pretty banging. Yeah, I think the, it's... Yeah. What I guys to... watched on that one. Yeah. Or what we watched. I watched some of these with you. I watched yeah. most of these with you, actually. Yeah, yeah. over half. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in July, we got The Wailing, Rashomon, Blade Runner, The Final Cut. Blade Runner 2049 and Spirit <laughs> Stallion of the Cimarron. I think the easiest cut here is obviously um, Rashomon. <laughs> no, it's Spirit. Spirit is the easy cut here. That movie yeah. is so fucking... Not hot dog garbage shit, but... It, it just, just wasn't interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah, it was just boring, honestly. Like I'm, I'm still really surprised how many people say they like this movie, and I am positive they haven't seen it since they were four years old. Yeah, that's childhood memories <laughs> just getting in there. That might have been the reason why I recommended to begin with. It's like, yeah, I watched it in theaters whenever it first came out, and I remember liking it then, so it should be fine. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a poor man's Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> really. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull off the bandage i think the next one to go probably would be rashomon and that's because the others are really good honestly whereas again i said it before rashomon does show its age in a lot of ways 
It's because you hated the movie. <laughs> I I specifically didn't ever say anything about Rashomon in the genre because I knew that's where it was going. No, I'm sorry, like, you set yourself up for that one. I know, I know. I I I just I know if I didn't say it. It was just going to be dead silence for a bit because I feel like Dry really wanted me to say it. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I think with what we got comparing it to, it does fall a little flat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the way for how the Blade Runner series stuck with me, like, Rashomon does fall flat compared to those. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can cut Rashomon there. Um, Leaves the Wailing, Blade Runner Final Cut, and Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) So, again, you guys, I haven't seen the Wailing. Do you guys think it's comparable to Blade Runner? I don't. I mean, I like it better, but I don't think so. To be honest with you, I think Blade Runner is a higher quality overall experience. Um, I do love the whaling more, though. I mean, if anyone was going to be a whaling advocate here, it would be you, Rocky. Yeah, I. I don't think. I don't think it could stand. It definitely could stand against twenty forty nine. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's my opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, well. So now is the big question. I feel like this is this had to happen at some point. Blade Runner versus Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Man, I I still really think the first one's better, and a lot of that's just because I think visually it's way more interesting than the sequel was. I don't agree with that. But uh, it's it's like blue versus orange. What are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a big orange guy. I like orange a lot. It's, like, this is I, hard though. This is actually really hard. Yeah, because yeah. like we we talked a lot about it's kind of hard. Like it's in a lot of people's minds, hard to separate the two and like take one without the other. I think the sequel, especially because it does rely a lot on the original. I think and... that's the part that ends up hurting me the most, because I know that's true. Without the original, you would never have gotten the sequel. Even though I do like the sequel more, without the original, it just wouldn't have existed. And that part hurts. Uh, it's For me, it's almost like um, the original movie is like taking a look at L.A. and kind of like everything that's happening in there. And then seeing 2049, it's almost like seeing how the how the culture in LA affected the areas around it. And so like, there's a a bigger, more expansive world with the sequel, but it wouldn't be there with the original. So even though I really, really loved 2049, like I do have to get the props to the original movie for, like I said, setting all of it in stone and making, making like it, it, I guess giving it a good start to like an overall great experience for the movies. Yeah, I think if we had to give it to one, it would have to be Blade Runner Final Cut. Breaks my heart. Rocky. Mine a little bit, too. But it's like I kept on saying, though, like, it is the foundation that uh, 2049 is built on. Yeah. And you can't exactly have the building without that foundation. Yeah. Kind of in the like in a weird way, like I really, really liked Dr. Sleep, but without The Shining, like that movie wouldn't hold quite the same. Anything to add, Rocky? No, no, I uh, I have a very similar feeling about it. All right. I was not expecting that to go smoother than Ghostbusters versus... <laughs> There's right. been some serious scandals tonight. <laughs> yeah. That was one of them. Okay. Friendships are being tested tonight. <laughs> Augusto. 
Rocky, hit us with those August movies. So for August, we have Jurassic Park, El Mariachi, Life of Brian, and Breakfast Club. Uh, so I'm going to say <laughs> I think one stands out a lot more. Uh, yeah, we got to fuck off with the Jurassic Park. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, don't get me wrong. I am not a fan. I mean, Jurassic Park's okay. I don't care about that much. I'm gonna be honest with you. We had a whole fucking thing about it in the genres. It was like 30 minutes. I have a hard time navigating the biases of this podcast. That was that was one of those times. But I mean, Jurassic Park's just to me. It's just it's it's a good movie. I enjoy it, but it's not to me. It's I don't know. It's 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 good for its time. I don't know how it compares. I actually haven't seen El Mariachi. I haven't seen Breakfast Club. I know I really like Life of Brian. And if I have to compare the two, which is not really fair in the first place, I know I choose Life of Brian. Yeah, I, gonna, I, I feel I feel like El Mariachi should be the first to go. Honestly, probably like for how much I like that, it, it is because of what happened behind the scenes makes it way more interesting than the movie itself. I don't know how it kind of built the franchise of the Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but the sequels are actually better than the original for that movie. So I I, I will kind of like despite the whole thing we were saying earlier about Blade Runner with the, you know, that being the foundation, like this is a weak foundation for those movies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only because like they bunch of sticks. Yeah. It's basically a bunch of sticks, like miraculously holding up this giant building. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I feel like mariachi easy go. Um I'm going to say Club. Breakfast Club is the next. Yeah, despite the nostalgia I have for that movie like in comparison to those two movies. I think I actually did it, like like it, it's hard to argue with Jurassic Park with it being the classic that it is and then also with Life of Brian I really enjoyed watching that movie too. Breakfast Club like I'm I still don't really understand why it's so like huge because it's a fine movie and i guess it's probably one of the first ones to do what it did but like just watching it it's like yeah it's it's a fine movie i think it is kind of that thing of it let teenagers feel represented in a way that they didn't always feel represented at the time and something that's like easy to find now was probably not as easy to feel when it first came out and for a lot of kids for a long time so i think that's kind of where breakfast club comes from but once you put it to fucking life of brian and jurassic park it just doesn't hold water yeah okay so life of brian versus jurassic park they're so hard to compare (laughs) yeah they're so fucking different honestly dinosaurs or god this is the creationist (laughs) argument Let's get the Pope on the line. Did you see that one just like stirring in my head? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> it's weird to compare them. I, I it's like, like comparing it. apples to egg rolls almost. Yeah. yeah, it's really you shouldn't compare these two. But uh, I, I might give the slight edge to Jurassic Park. But e? I think some of that is not I the really time. Like, I just like seeing dinosaurs sometimes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like so, I I don't know. I just like seeing dinosaurs and Life of Brian's pretty great, but like 
I think some of it has to do with like when I think Monty Python, I think Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You've already showed your preference when it comes to dinosaurs or looking for God. (laughs) Which one do you prefer? I'm just saying, like, I I think Life of Brian does have, like, a a bit of a weak act in it. Whereas I don't know if I'd say the same for Jurassic Park. I think the only, honestly, if I'm to look back, because I haven't seen Life of Brian in a long time, I think the only thing I remember is that song at the very end. Yeah, just how much I enjoy that song when they're all in the the uh, crucifixes. Always yeah. look on the bright, on the bright side, side of life. Of life. Do, do. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Beyond that, I can't think of anything else. And I then mean, on the music side for Jurassic Park, we have. I'm a fucking raptor. Here's another chapter. When I was born into this world, I didn't have a choice. I was the rapping raptor. What's a rapper rapper? He didn't even rhyme anything. (laughs) He's not a very good rapper. (laughs) He's a raptor more than a rapper. You go to the concerts to watch him, then he eats you, and the last thing you say is, clever girl, and then takes you out. <laughs> Surprise, bitch, I'm a raptor. Okay, that's also a big thing to think about, is, like, just the impact of Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I think Jurassic Park pretty much fucking takes us away. We're yeah. considering the impact of Jurassic Park now? <laughs> <laughs> really? This isn't a science. <laughs> this isn't the adventure movie category. This is the August movie category. <laughs> I don't like this game. <laughs> I don't like. I, I mean, also looking at things like the CGI and like how that was a monumental leap forward in technology for movies too. Yeah, I I just like I don't know. I don't really. Life of Brian's great, but I don't know. Like comparing the two is weird. Yeah, I guess I can give Jurassic Park this win. It deserves it. <laughs> I think Jurassic. Anyone want a last case for Life of Brian? Uh, they sure do have a lot of wigs for the guys to wear to be women. <laughs> you know. Oh yes, why they do. <laughs> uh. Robbie, where would you stand? I feel like Jurassic Park edges it out. Like, I really did love the life of Brian, but like I said, it's like, it's hard to compare the two. It's apples versus egg rolls or, you know, some some odd choice like that, too. But like with how monumental Jurassic Park was, not only to, you know, blockbuster movies to how much it was monumental to like the special effects of movies, too, and how that like basically gave a giant leap forward to how they do cgi and uh how they do special effects and puppetry and stuff like that like it's i feel like it just has a has or has uh i can english it but just not tonight (laughs) um it has a bigger impact all around so i'd have to edge it out to jurassic park yeah, I think Jurassic Park takes that for August. 
August wins. <laughs> That's it. August wins. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. August is the best month. So saith he. So, do you remember all the movies of September? Shariah, what were they? A Whisker Away, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, Destination, Imagination, Dunkirk, and It's Such a Beautiful Day. I feel like this one's also just not a fair fight. Yeah, so, okay, so, we didn't like A Whisker Away. Yeah, we can get (laughs) rid of that. Yeah, that's pretty simple. We all decided it just wasn't up to par. Like if, if we took all these movies and you only got to work, watch one half, maybe it had a better <laughs> chance. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Foster's Foster's next on a personal level, just because. Uh, I mean, a lot of that is personal though, because I have that uh, IMAX experience with Dunkirk, and I think that paints a lot yeah. of my feelings towards it. If you were there for the IMAX Foster's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, again, it's really a case for second place. I would give it a Foster's, but it's a very, like, similar thing to Jiraiya, where it's, like, it's just a little personal preference. Dunkirk's fine. I'm just not, like, huge into war movies. Yeah. And I think it was a bit long, but... What? It was so short! <laughs> it was so long, it was, like, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, might, I might have added a scene in my brain or something (laughs) but like i don't know like i i that's the big thing is like even for second i don't it's more like a preference thing than anything i feel at this point yeah because i think we can all agree the winner is it's such a beautiful day yeah yeah well rocky can't i guess but no i mean i i can't but i I, i'd be okay with it because it sounds like a good movie yeah so september kind of you know, that happens when sometimes, like, the only really comparison is if some of these, well, I guess that's next week's thing, is if some of these were matched against each other rather than... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's the point of the next one. <laughs> that's <what I> think <laughs> about. Okay. October. The spooky month. Uh, Robbie, what do we have in spooks? So for the spooky month, we have The Shining, Monster House, The Cell, the thing and the doctor sleep and i think without even a conversation we can just get rid of monster house there right yeah probably it was a very average godmother (laughs) (laughs) okay so i feel like in comparison to like the monumental tasks that like movies like the shining and the thing made uh, and Doctor Sleep being attached to The Shining, I feel like The Cell would be an easy one to cut next. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I once again, I enjoyed The Cell, but it's nothing in comparison to, like, The Shining or The Thing. Yeah, yeah so man. here's where I have to say, I think without, do- without The Shining, Doctor Sleep obviously wouldn't exist. This is the Blade Runner argument again, right? Chicken or the egg? Um, kind of, yeah. Without The Shining, there would be no Doctor Sleep. And so I feel like Doctor Sleep just kind of wouldn't work without The Shining. I still like. I think The Shining holds up a lot more than Doctor Sleep probably will down the line, in my opinion, too. Maybe I don't know about that. I think emotionally, uh, Doctor Sleep is stronger. Yeah, I feel like emotionally it's stronger, and it takes less jabs in a weird way. 
Like there's less weird things just for the sake of being weird. Yeah. In Doctor right, Sleep. Yeah, the weird Kubrick. Yeah. Owner for. For women. <laughs> well, that too, but. And blood elevators. <laughs> and blood elevators, what? and no, and just like what's his name? Throwing out random racial slurs. Yeah. Sorry, what's the tower man's name? What's was Stephen King? Dar- yes. There we go. <laughs> The tower man. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Okay. Now we have the shining versus the thing. And I don't know if I think there's a whole lot of contest here either. Yeah. I think the thing would win again. Oh, here. I agree. What do you think, Rocky? Um, I'm okay with it. I, I like the thing more than I like the shining. Honestly. I think of all these movies, I haven't seen Doctor Sleep, but I think I like the thing the most of these. And I spent such a long time since I've seen The Shining, too, so it's it's really hard to recall. I know they have some banger stuff in there, though. Yeah, like Red Rum, which is definitely not stupid. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, it's, get over that. it's less dumb than like the weird furry blowjob scene. Is there a furry blowjob scene in that movie? And The, the Shining, Shining, yes. Yeah. yeah. What happens? There's literally just That's... a guy in a dog costume blowing another guy in a suit. Oh, well, you know, hey. <laughs> Free country. <laughs> All right. So we are at the final month. All right. The thing takes October. Last... All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I should say that. <laughs> and uh, November, E, what do we have there? We got What Dreams May Come. Knives Out, The Family Fang, and this is where I leave you. So, I'm just, and, like, this isn't saying one should go out. Knives Out is a really weird, like, <laughs> movie in the, between those three, I feel. Yeah. Because I feel like those three tonally are very similar, and then there's just, yeah. I'm not saying to remove it or anything, it's just kind of weird. And again, goes back to the issue of it's kind of hard to compare sometimes. Yeah, it's an outlier for sure. It is Outlier, but that was a rather enjoyable movie, too. Yeah. Like that uh, Knives Out definitely or out of all of these. I feel like Knives Out is definitely like something I would show. I, I feel like I would show that to like a family member compared to the other movies. Because like I feel like if I showed the other three movies to like a family member just on a whim, they might look at me and be like, are you trying to say something? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you tell. I know them. exactly what you're talking about. Ronnie, <laughs> <laughs> well. I think we keep Knives Out for now. Yeah. yeah. It being an outlier, I don't think is a bad thing. No. Um, honestly, I think The Family Fang next. Um, that's one that I want to go back and revisit. But maybe maybe this is recency bias. I just, I'm not sure if it kind of holds water. Like, I mean, It is a good movie, enough. but... Uh, like, I don't know how much staying power the movie will have. Like, it's kind of neat that it actually was willing to be like, yeah, sometimes family sucks, fuck them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. then, like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's as interesting. And it almost kind of like dates itself with the kind of uh, social experiment thing it does, because I think that's kind of like an era thing, I think, because even now it's a little bit dated. It's not as common to see those. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think Family Fang can be can be taken out here. Um. Personally, I think what dreams may come just kind of doesn't doesn't work. I mean, at least for me. What do you guys think? Because I know that I was definitely one of the more negative ones on that one. Well, before yeah. we can, jog my memory about this is where I leave you again. Oh, uh, we I just watched it. 
Yeah. yeah so I, this I is where I yeah. So this is where I leave you as the one uh, with the yeah with the guy who works for a radio station. Right. He, okay. Okay. Got yeah. It. He go. Yeah. That's all I had to say was work That's for radio station. That's all you needed to say. I... <laughs> uh. Because yeah, I did enjoy. This is where I leave you. Um. Yeah. I feel like I for me, like because Dry's outlier saying he didn't really like uh, what dreams may come. I feel like just for the overall ideal of uh, what dreams may come, it kind of impacted me more. But I know I, I understand why other people wouldn't like it quite as much. Uh, I have not seen This Is Where I Leave You. I have seen What Dreams May Come and it definitely is a flawed movie, but there's there's some good stuff. Yeah, good stuff to it. I still like. I I still love the painting aesthetic that they introduced. It's such like beautiful visualizations. I'm still pretty sad that they kind of got rid of that towards the second act, yeah, third act. Yeah. Yeah. And just like I will say of... for like what dreams may come when it comes to the visual aspects of it for I feel like for everything they did right, they probably did at least one thing wrong. But when it comes to visual say, effects, at least I, I don't think what dreams may come, and I don't I don't know how to compare this to this is where I leave you. I don't think it was like an extraordinary movie, you know. It's a good movie, but it's it definitely has some serious flaws to it too, though, you know. Yeah, I think that's where I get caught up on it is that it really does have, at least for me, more flaws than it does things that it does really right. Like the thing that I really really liked about. Um, what dreams may come was that final act. Um, I think it really nailed that that conflict. I guess um, when they finally like hit head to head, and uh, you get to see the, the the argument and the point between the husband and the wife, and the, the breaking point. Um, I think that's the thing that it does really well. And then the art style in when he first gets to heaven, I think, is really great. But everything else for me is pretty take it or leave it on in the movie i feel like the family dynamic is pretty bland and that makes up a huge chunk of that movie yeah it's nothing special and it's kind of weird yeah some parts um so i mean it's i it's i'd say it's a good movie it just really depends it's just not i don't feel like there was any at least for me looking at this month it doesn't look like there was anything extraordinary yeah, like, but I haven't seen This Is Where I Leave You. Um, I think What Dreams May Come and This Is Where I Leave You are personal for different people for different reasons. And so like yeah. that it's hard to argue for those ones, I think. For even people that like just kinda had a six out of ten or seven out of ten feeling on it, I think it's hard to to argue either way. Just because both of them I think are pretty personal movies. I got a lot of issues with what dreams may come. I I really liked it when I was younger. Looking at it now, there's some. It's a movie about the afterlife, and so it it leaves this message. But I'm not quite sure. Did, what if you were to say what the message of that movie was? What would you take away from that? Uh, probably something like love triumphs all, some random thing like that. Um, don't worry, cause you'll get another shot. Robbie, I kind of agree with. E on that one of like it kind of goes with like that um love and hard work will uh will triumph in the end or will triumph over um yeah uh, let me try saying that again um uh, <laughs> that um 
level triumph over the heart our hardships, no matter how uh, how hard it gets, as yeah. long as you're willing to work through it. Because there is a lot that like I feel like the wife and the husband in that movie, the husband has to work very hard to get as far as he gets with his wife, like both before they die and after they die. And it just kind of shows that like once like because he's willing to put in the work for it because he loves her as much as he does, that it shows that it, it'll be or that it'll work in the end because he put the work towards it. Yeah. I, you know, the thing about that movie is I look back at it very nostalgic, but whenever I look at it, like give it a serious look, there's just nothing there for me. I mean, for like me, it's... I got a background for my Windows 95 computer, so there's that. Oh. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do think back on that movie fondly. But every time I, I watch it again, it's just like there's some parts that are very beautiful. But the a lot of the dynamics in that movie are very problematic to me. I, um, I will agree with you on like sometimes the dynamics don't always hit the way that they're supposed to. But I think. For me, it's like that overall message and the idea of that movie is it made me think. So it's one of those like it stuck with me for that reason. I'm open to however November plays out because I'm just I don't feel very strongly about any of the November ones. Yeah, I'll choose what dreams may come over Knives Out personally. Look, Knives Out is actually a more entertaining movie than One Dreams. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, I was going to say, like, so like, that's my I'll argue for what dreams may come over. This is where I leave you. But like for it was going to be harder for me to argue it with Knives Out because Knives Out was just fun. Yeah, yeah fun that's thing. like. That's Should we just give this part. to Knives Out and just say fuck it? <laughs> I, I kind of don't disagree yeah. if we give it to Knives Out. I feel out. like that's kind of where I, we're I kind of don't disagree either. For how much I'll fight for what dreams may come, I also know that's a personal take and that kind of falls under I understand why other people wouldn't like that movie. But Knives Out was just a fun movie to watch. It was fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fun. the same way about This Is Where I Leave You. Like, I have a very personal connection to that movie, but I, I definitely understand why people wouldn't like it. And, uh... Knives Out again. Yeah, it's just really fun. <laughs> Knives Out and, has a universal appeal that these other movies really don't. Yeah. Right. And I was going to say that too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I did enjoy This Is Where I Leave You, but I think it's because I have a more of a personal stakes in with uh, What Dreams May Come. And that's why I, I would argue that over This Is Where I Leave You. But all around, yeah, Knives Out was just a funner movie yeah. than everything else this month. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> Knives Out takes November. <laughs> yeah, we should have saw it coming. It starts with the same sound. <laughs> All right. So for from November to December of last year till November this year, the winners are Forrest Gump for November, December 2019. January was The Watch. February, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. March, Hereditary. April, The Silent Voice. May, Princess Bride. June, Parasite. July, Blade Runner. August, Jurassic Park. September, It's Such a Beautiful Day. October, The Thing. And November, Knives Out. All right. That is an eclectic collection of films. Yep. To be fair, there's like almost no rhyme or reason to this to this list. <laughs> well, they beat other movies in their yeah. categories. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are a couple... Like, I, I think the main ones to look out for are the couple where we're like, there's no real contest. Yeah, I think those are going to yeah. be really hard. Some of these just pretty much rock the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's this episode. Um, 
the next one we'll be doing is Worst of the Movies, which that one I think is just going to be fun because we just get to shit on a bunch of things for a while and decide what really sucks. And then we're going to take everything that won here and we're going to put them up against each other and decide what were the top three best of what we watched in the year. And that'll be next week's episode. Um, yeah. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Uh, thank you guys for joining me on this one. If anybody wants to get a hold of us, uh, you can do so at our email at thelastonesinpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, the last ones in podcast and the last ones in. Um, yeah, we're real close to the end of the year and our special episode for Christmas. Um, yeah, um, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, everybody out there, have a great week. We'll talk to you again next time. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Something, something, something. Bells? I don't know the lyrics. May the Yule times something. Your New Year's. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, may all our troubles be fought the at worst, the family tree. The first one to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to be actually Christmas. When I don't think it is. No, but. no. Jariah, I know how much you like Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, but it cannot end up in the top three. <laughs> No matter how many movies you slice and dice to get it there, I would you... will give such a fucking try to, try to make it win by omission. Like I already <laughs> see it. What's going to happen? And I swear to God, you're right. just keep like, yeah, you know, Rocky will fight you tooth and nail. Jurassic Park, guys. I don't think that should be this high up. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about Jurassic Park, honestly. It's just, I mean, if, if we're gonna have literally. If we're going to have any, literally any, like, because don't get me wrong, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a good movie, but we cannot say with self-respect that it makes the top three <laughs> of these. And I have to say this because I know, Dry, you have a strong emotional connection to that movie, but it really cannot. <laughs> Fuck up! <laughs> Fuck this up! <laughs> it's just gonna be like, but yeah, but guys, what about Ghost Roses? Right, that was it. In the oh, you're right. Anyways, uh, hereditary guys. What do you? <laughs> uh, Listen, what happens happens. I think we can all agree it's gonna be a great time. Oh my god, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> we may have Rocky losing his goddamn mind while I, I try still... and argue. The problem is, I like that movie. It just shouldn't have gone as far as it fucking did. What the fuck? Oh, also, I, I, I do. I Princess Bride is is a good movie. I just don't know how you could compare it to Ghostbusters, which I had to take a stand. Yeah. E, why'd you cave on that? Because it was a fruitless argument, and I, despite what a lot of people think, I hate arguing. It's pointless. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll remember so not to put you in that uncomfortable position, but God, get to riot that one, man. Robbie, it doesn't count so much because I feel like you were very sincere. I feel like Jariah's like, no, fuck it. We're just going to have this as a... <laughs> yeah, like, if we had no, infinite time shit. to just discuss it, I would have fully been like taking ghostbusters down with the ship but we don't and i was tired and we were still in may <laughs> that's true we've been we've been going for three three episodes yeah man there's yeah. gonna be some serious fucking fights on this next one yeah. I God. when we come back refreshed i think we're all gonna agree on like which ones are the bad ones and yeah. then and then I'm going to fucking then, argue I'll, for Eternal Sunshine real hard. I know. My God, it's going to be fucking gerrymandering and all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
I would love is somehow Dry managed to gerrymander in four people talking. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be fucking like switches to the people on the podcast. Like, uh, he's rigging the vote. Dry's rigging the vote. Use anyone who's trying to discuss against it. <laughs> That I'm going to be... have to prepare myself to not, like, get too invested in whatever happens. <laughs> not completely lose your shit. I could potentially. I... <laughs> oh, man. But that is... That was fun, though. That yeah. Was a lot yeah. Of fun. yeah. That was the top months. So we will see you guys next time for the worst of and the best of. Talk to you then. Bye. Alliances will be made in between. Yep. For eternal <laughs> the Ghostbusters pack will prevail. <laughs> no, no, it will be because you don't like to argue. <laughs> I'll, I'll convince Robbie to join the Ghostbusters pack. Don't worry. I don't know. I might blow my chances when I completely trashed fucking Princess Bride. I saw Robbie's John clinch pretty hard on that shit. I'm pretty sure if it was me and Robbie, I might have got decked in the room. If I... <laughs> I don't know if I would deck you over Princess Bride, but... I definitely could have, like, I imagine if I was you at the time, there probably was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I think everybody looked at the time at some point in time and it was just like, fuck, we need to sleep at some point. That's true. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Go ahead.